And I say to you, everyone who confesses me before men, the Son of Man shall confess him also before the angels of God. But he who denies me before man shall be denied before the angels of God. Luke chapter 12, verses 8 and 9. Right, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, everyone out there in the Legion of Michael listening audience, thank you for being there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for paying attention. I hope that you had a blessed Easter weekend. I hope that you were able to spend time uh, with your family uh, in remembrance of the sacrifice and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. I had a, uh, a wonderful weekend. I was able to enjoy the blessings of age. And the grandchildren are what? What are grandchildren? They are the, the crown of the old. <laughs> yes, my, my, my children came to visit me, and not only did my children come, but my children brought my beautiful, wonderful granddaughters who are truly, truly a blessing from God. Well, here we go with one more episode of the Legion of Michael. Looks like we're on episode number 54 right now. Uh, I, and it is my task to remind you that uh, if you have not done so, you can go to legionofmichael.com and you can either enroll in the distance learning. It's a church security distance learning program. Uh, you can enroll in that, and if enrollment is closed, then just put your name and email in there, and as soon as enrollment is open, well, then uh, you will be able to join, and it's just that easy, simply. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is your invitation to join us with the Legion of Michael program, but you can, in the meantime, you can always listen to this show. Now, this show, I'm going to give you guys a, uh, just a little bit of a, an insider. When we decided to do that, my, my producer, uh, he uh, shopped around for the best way. He was trying to find the best way to help you discover the show and to spread the message of the show. And we were able to partner with a company called Red Circle. And uh, Red Circle is essentially a podcast distribution company, or it assists producers uh, in, well, getting their word out, uh, getting the word out. And they also partner them or they, or they mate them up with uh, sponsors, which is why you hear sponsor spots at the middle of the show or the beginning of the show or whatever. Because believe it or not, uh, the the soundboard and the microphones and uh, all of the stuff that it takes to deliver a podcast show is not free. You're like, well, everything should be free, man. No, <laughs> no it's actually not all free. Uh, it does cost us something. So um, what the reason I bring this up is because Red Circle, they have uh, they have a a system whereby you can individually support the show. You can go to uh, the, you just click the button in the show notes, and uh, you can contribute. If you like what you heard, if you think what you heard actually has some value to it, 
well, then you can go to uh, the link and you can make a contribution to the continuation of this show. You are allowed to do that. We will let you. <laughs> and if you did that, we would truly appreciate it. There you go. And more than that, or as, as much as that, it is very important for me, uh, for you guys to share this with other people. Let them know. Spread the message. You don't even you don't need to deliver the message. See, that's the great thing. You're like, well, I'm not really a, I'm not really a good speaker. I'm not comfortable talking to people about my faith. That's fine. You don't have to. Just steer them this direction, and I will speak the words. And if they don't like the words that I speak, then it's no skin off of your nose. Uh, and if they do, then they'll come and they'll thank you for it. All right, let me take a sip of coffee if you would uh, allow me. Mm. Yes, indeed. All right, and we'll get into the main topic of the day, the Christian gray man. Now, I'm going to admit to you guys that there's a lot of crossover between uh, the other things that I do in my life, between the student of the gun program and the training that I do. And one of the one of the cool words or the cool phrases or the cool terms in our uh, vernacular is gray man. And uh, you're like, well, what is a gray man? What does it mean to be a gray man? Well, in, in our vernacular, being a gray man means to blend in, to not stand out, to be the person who's not noticed in a crowd. And uh, this advice is given to people when they're uh, in large metropolitan areas or cities or malls or where, wherever there, there are large crowds of people. And the, you know, the idea is don't stand out to criminals. You know, blend in so that the criminals won't even notice you. Uh, and it's, you know, that, that kind of advice is, you know, it, it's fine, I guess. Uh, I'm not going to debate that. But like everything in our lives, we we tend to take things to the extreme, or we take to t- tend to take things to where they shouldn't be. The gray man could be the guy that you don't notice, the guy that you know he never talks about owning. And and if you don't want to talk about owning firearms or or whatever, don't don't talk about owning firearms. Keep it to yourself. Keep it a secret or whatever. But what about the Christian gray man? The Christian gray man. The one who keeps it to himself, the one who keeps it a secret. A lot of people, when they they hear the term gray man, they think of spies, right? Or they think of secret agents, or they think of those that are blending amongst society without being noticed. They're just kind of moving around like ghosts, and nobody even notices their presence or sees them there. You guys remember back in the, the book of Numbers, uh, when Moses and Aaron were out in the desert and they were leading the uh, God's people uh, to the land of Canaan. And in Numbers chapter 13, verses 1 to 2, it says, And the Lord said to Moses, Send out for yourself men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites. For each of their father's tribes send one man who is a leader among them. You say, okay, yeah, you know, Moses, God told Moses to send out spies. So it's not like spies are bad. You know, in certain in you know situations, uh, covert agents uh, are important and they're very useful, and they are. So Moses sent the sent the gray men, the spies, the secret agents, 
out into Canaan. But why did he send them there? Did he send them there so they could go to the land of Canaan and hide? You're like, no, duh, they were on a mission, right? The spies, the gray men, the secret agents, those who were supposed to blend in, they were on a mission. They were gathering information, and they were going to come back, and they are going to take that information, and they are going to do something with it. I think a lot of folks, when they, have, they embrace this thought of the gray man, they're like, I'm going to blend in. No one's going to notice me. Uh, you know, I'm not going not gonna to say things in public. I'm not going to make my presence known. I'm just going to be this gray man. Say, okay, are you being the gray man because you're on a mission? Are you trying to do something? Or are you just hiding from the world? You're just hiding yourself from the world. And as a Christian, are you a Christian gray man? Are you on a mission? Are you trying to infiltrate and gain information so that you can do something with that information? Or are you simply hiding from the world? You say, ha ha, ah, hang on a second there, Paul. What about the words of Christ? And what about the words of Christ? And he said to them in, Matt, in the book of Matthew, uh, verses five and, uh, chapter 6, verses 5 and 6, He said, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. Truly, I tell you, they already have their full reward. But when you pray, go into your inner room, shut your door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And now you're scratching your head, and you're like, oh, man, scratching my head here because on one hand Christ is saying hey go in secret go in secret and pray to God your father and that you know don't stand like the hypocrites on the street corners and pray loudly and and he said uh, you know when you when you give your alms when you give your tithes don't let the the right hand know what the left hand is doing or the left hand know what the right hand is doing don't make a big show of it. You say, well, on one hand, Christ is telling us, hey, don't make a big show of it. Uh, pray in secret. Pray to God, your Father. But on the other hand, he's saying, if you deny me before men, I will deny you before God, my Father who is in heaven. Well, what's what's the deal there? How is? And a lot of people get confused. Well, Christ's warning in the book of Matthew about praying in secret, he's telling people not to be hypocrites, And he's also telling them, he's giving them a warning against seeking glory for oneself as opposed to bringing glory to God. When those uh, proud Jewish members of the the community, whether the Sadducees or the whatever sees, you know, the the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the this sees and the that sees, they would go out and they're like, everybody look at me. Look at me, look at me. Were they bringing glory to God? Or are they bringing glory to themselves? Were they seeking glory for God their Father? Or were they seeking to put glory upon themselves? That was Christ's warning. He wasn't saying, don't preach in my name. Do not recruit disciples for me. Do not go out and be fishers of men. No, obviously not. Now, in the book of Acts... The book of Acts, chapter 2, the day of Pentecost. 
You guys remember this. You should remember this. So when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together, the disciples, in one place. And suddenly a noise like a violent rushing of wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And tongues that looked like fire appeared to them, distributing to themselves a tongue resting upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues. And the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak out. It didn't say (laughs) that they went and hid in their closet. No. The Holy Spirit came upon them, and this is where a lot of our brothers and sisters, they lose it. Have you ever seen one of these... Uh, church facilities or functions where people claimed to be, quote, speaking in tongues. And they fall into, they fall into the aisle of the, you know, between the pews and they start blabbering, unintelligible jibber jabber. People are like, they're speaking in tongues. I'm like, and I would say, who are they speaking to? <laughs> Because tongues in the in the New Testament, when he when he talks about speaking in tongues, they meant speaking in foreign languages, speaking in the languages of the Mesopotamians and the Judeans and those from Asia and Phrygia and Pamphylia and Egypt and Cyrene and Libya and Rome and the Cretans and the Arabs. You see, thanks to the arrogance of man in the incidents at the Tower of Babel. Uh, men were split by language and sent off. You guys remember that, right? The Tower of Babel. That's why babble, to babble means to talk or means to speak unintelligently. Tongues do not mean speaking all kinds of crazy gibberish. Now, if you speak English and you hear someone speaking a completely foreign language, it might sound to your ear like gibberish because you can't understand it. But it was granted to them. The Holy Spirit was granted to them to go out and to speak to people in their own language. And of course, the 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 unbelieving and the and the the stupid at the time said, "Ah, oh, there's what are they? They're jeering. They're full of sweet wine, or they're full of new wine." And Peter's like, "Pump the brakes, Jack." And this is when Peter found his voice. He found his voice amongst men. He found his voice minus Christ. Christ had left him and sent the Holy Spirit to be with Peter. And Peter said, taking his stand with the other 11, he raised his voice and declared to them, men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, know this and pay attention to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you assume, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what has been spoken through the prophet Joel. You see, the Holy Spirit is now inside of Peter, and it's giving him the words to say. Remember, as we've spoken before, as Christ admonished us, he goes, do not fear what you will say when you're brought before man, you're brought before the courts of man, and you're accused in my name. Do not fear Do not worry about what you will say because the Spirit will come to you. The Holy Spirit will come to you in that moment and it will give you the words. And Peter continued and he said, 
And it shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind. And your sons and your daughters will prophesy. And your young men will see visions. And your old men will have dreams. And even on my male and female servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And they will prophesy. And I will display wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below. Blood, fire, and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord comes. And it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Doesn't seem to me like Peter is being the gray man. Doesn't seem to me like Peter is just keeping low profile. No, ladies and gentlemen, if you are practicing being the Christian gray man, you're like, well, I, I do, Paul, quiet now. I, I pray and I believe. And I would say to you, if you do that, if you pray and you believe, does anybody else know that? Does anyone in your family or in your peer group, do they know that? Are they aware of that? Are you acting as the Christian gray man? Now, if you're acting as the Christian gray man and you're on a mission, if you're seeking information, you say, well, before I open my mouth to speak and to, and to testify, I want to find out what's going on. Okay, fine. There's a difference between being an agent or a spy uh, than there is, because those people are on a mission. An agent is on a mission. A spy is on a mission. There's a difference between that and being afraid and hiding and being cowardly and being afraid to offend. Are you afraid to offend Satan? Are you afraid to offend those who worship the devil? You say, oh, come on, Paul, nobody. Yeah, there might be a few, quote, Church of Satan people in the world, but nobody worships the devil. Do they not? Do they not worship the devil? When they covet their neighbor's property, are they not worshiping the devil? When they sacrifice their children, sacrifice their children, yeah, when they sacrifice their children to Satan, when they take their unborn and newly born children and sacrifice them, are they not worshiping Satan? Are they not worshiping the devil? If you are afraid of, To offend the devil, if you are afraid to offend Satan, he's already controlling you. Well, I don't want to speak out. If I speak out, then then there are people around me that won't like that. They they might claim offense. They might tell me to be quiet. They don't I don't that they don't want to hear that. What did God say? What did he, I'm sorry, what did Jesus Christ say, our Lord and Savior, when he sent his disciples out when he was still with them? And he was kind of, he was giving them a practice run. You guys realize that, right? So in Acts, in in the book, the Acts of the Apostles, in the book Acts is short for Acts of the Apostles. You guys know that, right? In the book of Acts, Christ is, is gone. He has ascended to heaven to be with his Father. He will come again, but he's not there right then. And so the disciples, they got to do it on their own. In the book of Acts, 
they're doing it on their own, not totally on their own. I mean, the Holy Spirit is with them. But when Christ was with them, he gave them, he let them have practice runs. He sent them out because he knew what he was doing. He knew that someday soon that they wouldn't have him to lean on. So he gave them practice runs. He's like, hey, go out to these villages. Don't take a second tunic. Don't take a, you know, a money bag. Don't take anything. When you get to there, open your mouths and preach my word and come in my name. Go there in my name, healing the people. And if they do not accept you, As you leave that village, knock the dust off of your feet. For truly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah than it will be for those people in that village. Wow. (laughs) You say, this is kind of like all this stuff in the Bible. It's kind of like it ties together. (laughs) It's kind of like it was done on purpose. And I say to you, those who are behaving as the Christian gray man, who are keeping a low profile. You're like, well, I'll say my prayers and, and I'll read my Bible, but I'm keeping a low profile. I'm not, you know, spreading the word. I'm not telling people. Because you know, the people, you don't understand, Paul, where I live and where I work. And, you know, if I, if I bring it up, people are going to call me a holy roller or a, uh, you know, a Jesus freak or whatever, and they're not going to like that. Oh, they're not going to like that? What's more important to you, the praise of man or the praise of God your Father? And I say to you, everyone who confesses me before men, the Son of Man shall confess him before the angels of God. But he who denies me shall be denied before the angels of God. It's pretty straightforward. Whose praise are you looking for? Are you looking for the praise of man? Are you looking for for glory and reward here on earth? Are you looking for glory and reward in the world to come, in the afterlife, in the heavenly kingdom? Christ said, I go to prepare a mansion for you. He said, I go to prepare a mansion for you. If it were not so, I would have told you. Where is your heart? Where is your treasure? Is your treasure stored up here on earth? Are you the gray man? Are you the gray man who's hoarding his earthly treasure? You don't want to lose your earthly treasure. So you're going to hoard it. and You're going to keep a low profile. You're going to be quiet about it. Are you not worried about that? Are you going to be bold? Are you going to be fearless? Are you going to speak out? Are you going to be like Peter? Peter stood up and he's like, whoa, quiet, people. Listen up. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing Peter there, obviously. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing him. You have a choice to make. You can decide. Do you want to be the Christian gray man? Do you want to be the one who keeps a low profile doesn't make waves, you know, I don't talk about God and Christ and so forth. I don't pray where other people can see it because they might not like it. There's a difference between Christ admonishing his disciples and his people to pray in secret to God their Father and not telling anyone. If in When I was in, uh, oh man, I, I, I guess elementary school, maybe junior high or something, I remember one sermon, I remember sitting in church and the 
the pastor gave a sermon and he said, if your coworkers were to find out that you were a Christian, would they be surprised? That's a great question, you know. He said, would they be surprised? If your coworkers were to find out that you go to church on Sunday, that you go to this church and sit in those pews and listen to me talk, would they be surprised? Have you been behaving as the Christian gray man? Are you on a mission or are you simply hiding? The choice is up to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for supporting me, for supporting the show, more importantly, and for sharing the word and spreading it to other people. I am truly privileged to be able to open my mouth and speak the words into this black carbon steel microphone. All right, if you will, if you'll pray with me. The warrior's prayer. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.